What's going on, turds? Listen, it's the friggin' 15th? Yeah, it's tax day, jeez. Tax day. We'll see how fat our refunds are this year, huh? Doesn't sound good, you know, honestly it doesn't. I, um, how do I feel about taxes? How can I segue this into some sort of tax conversation? I don't know, man. Um, driving home on these roads, I see, I feel and see some potholes. Uh, I see infrastructure that, you know, some politicians say is, and our own eyes can uh, detect that it is crumbling. I look at the corruption in Washington, D.C., and um, a relative stalemate of our ability to get anything really done in our society and a somewhat of a decline, not somewhat, a decline in respect that the world has for us based upon our current leadership or lack thereof. You can't blame it all on that dickhead Donald Trump, and he is a dickhead. But, um, you know, before he came into office, there was the same old bullshit where these dickheads are calling each other names across the aisle and using their constituents as uh, pawns on a battlefield, pitting us against one another, good versus bad, you know, good versus evil pitting us against one another regarding our values, like we need to take a stand against our fellow man, because there's some, you know, it's a big ruse, and so I feel like uh, when I pay my taxes, I don't know, I would hope that they would go to some sort of common good, I'm a citizen, I'm a business owner, I'm a veteran, Uh, I would hope that, you know, I've always felt like, listen, I, I, I pay a lot in taxes, a lot more than most, I think, because I run a few businesses and I don't like to see that money. Remember the first time I had a fat, I was, I started to really make some decent money and I saw the amount of each check that would, uh, have to be deducted and put away in order to pay taxes on. I was like, Oh my God, this is freaking tragic. Like why would somebody want to be in, in business? Why would somebody want to be an entrepreneur? What incentive do we have? to try to get ahead, and so in that respect, I feel like, well, I, I definitely do, I, I'm fiscally conservative and socially liberal, you know, um, I consider myself, you know, on social issues, I'm, I'm definitely liberal, man, I ain't got no problem with gay marriage, um, I'm for education for all, I'm, I'm for health care for all, um, I don't want to pay a shitload in taxes, is from a, uh, you know, a business point of view, though. I mean, why wouldn't somebody just, you know, hear these folks out there that are getting refunds and they're, they're barely working. Sure, they might not make a lot of money, but they, they get that fat refund check every year. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that I don't understand, things that are above my pay grade. I, I pay somebody to do uh, our taxes, and I just have a sense that this year we're not going to be getting any money back did quite well over the past year, very busy at the office, helping a lot of people, and damn it, I deserve to make a decent living doing that, I don't apologize for it, but when I drive on these fucking roads, I want to make sure that they're relatively pothole free, and I don't want to hear about problems with my post office, or with the local police, 
you know, um, people have budget shortages, or I don't hear about people coming into my office saying that they don't have any health insurance, like, there's a lot of things that we could do that our tax, our tax dollars could go toward instead of, you know, fucking getting involved in conflicts abroad and, and all the shit that you hear about, um, whether it's real or imagined out there. We're paying a ton. We're the richest country in the world or among the richest, most affluent countries in the world. Let's make sure that for our ba- we get bang for our taxpayer buck, right? I want to see everybody be given an opportunity to pursue an education, whether that is a two-year college or trade school, retraining, reinvestment, call it a reinvestment and a wise investment in our population, educating them, giving them a little bit of a, a boost, a little bit of leverage with which to get ahead in life. People who are educated make better decisions, they make more money, they spend more money. Makes sense, right? Healthcare. Healthcare should be subsidized, all right, significantly. Yeah. We don't have to cut out the uh, for-profit industry, uh, healthcare industry completely, but right now it's re- pretty much fucking things up royally, right? It's a huge industry, and there's really no incentive for pay- for people to be uh, healthy as a populace. And you know, talking about public health, um, we are overfed and undernourished. We buy gym memberships and don't use them. We're fat as fuck and stupid as shit. All right? We lay around, play video games, and eat junk food, and it's okay that all this stuff is marketed to us and shoved right down our throat in the name of capitalism, right? I don't think so. I don't think it should be like that. I think that the public health is something that we need to protect, and education is something that we need to encourage at every turn. And if that means the government pays for it or pays significantly towards it, then I think that's the right thing to fucking do. All right, it's my soapbox regarding taxes. Probably going to pay more than most. Look at this ass face driving a little shit-eater car, and I got my big fucking Ram. If it was a different world and this guy had health insurance subsidized for the government and this was like the road warrior, Mel Gibson fucking... Uh, two men enter, one man leave. I would take my gigantic uh, road warrior car with a cow catcher on the front and send this guy careening off the road into a fucking ditch because of him just cutting me off like that. But because I'm a civilized world and I'm a kind individual, albeit a little tired and hungry for a long day at the office, I'm just going to take a deep breath and let it go. Okay, but another time, my brother, or whatever, sister, I don't know what the fuck you are, Morphodite, used to have an old uh, squad leader used to call people, what are you, one of them Morphodites? Talking about a hermaphrodite, has both male and female sex organs. Um, what are you, one of them Morphodites, Obus? So uh, he could have used a government-subsidized education. I think actually he has that now. He's in jail. I think he's in prison, running drugs or something like that. Horrible, but true. Um, all right, we're gonna. I'm gonna step down off my soapbox regarding taxes. The other day I saw a boy, 
12, 10, 11, 12 years of age. We're coming off the football field, and he's, there was a it was rain. You know, we've had some rain recently, so there was a worm, a bunch of worms kind of slinking themselves off of the, across the little pathway, macadam pathway, and he stepped on the worm aggressively, stomped it, and, and said, God, worm. And another adult was there and said, why did you, you do that? He goes, ah, worms are stupid. And I thought, you know, I was disgusted, but I, I can't say it didn't remind me of me when I was a young man. You see, there's this, um, there's something within. There's a fire within the belly of men and mankind, but mostly men. It's, uh, I believe it's driven by the testosterone, testosterone, the male hormone that's responsible for aggression and muscle growth and, uh, male pattern baldness and getting your dick hard and the whole nine yards. All things male. It's testosterone, right? We all know that. Tony Testosterone. Yeah, what's going on? Tough guy, eh? So when boys start to get that first spike of testosterone, there's something within them that says power, aggression, um, stomp on worms, shoot birds with a BB gun, trap animals, kind of torture things. Now they say that Kids who you observe being cruel to animals, that they're going to be future serial killers. And I think that in extreme circumstances, that's true. But in a lot of, in general, little boys like to go out and the hunter and gatherer goes off of them. You prime uh, time to take them out hunting, to take them out in the woods. Um, and they get that whole... food chain thing, that we are at the top of the food chain, and other smaller animals, they don't necessarily appreciate, they don't naturally have sympathy for these creatures, they regard, regard them as a, in a lower order of life, and therefore they don't have any feelings, they don't have any brains, they don't have any right to be here, and so little boys will be very cruel to things like worms and bugs, and a lot of adults and, and boys... Um, defense, a lot of adults, men and women, they, they destroy what they fear. And so, whether it's a moth or a spider, something that you're, they're scared of, they think nothing of, they think it, of it as a threat, and therefore they'll go ahead and destroy it. A lot of human beings, people who are in power, um, they also think of their citizens like that too. That this pop, part of the population is worthy and this population aspect of the population is unworthy. And that's, I think, a big part of what's going on right now with the immigration thing and also you know, class warfare in our society where we've got the 1% and we've got you know the people on the bottom. We've got a very small number of people who are in charge uh, fiscally and politically and happen to be white males, but there's there's a threat that's growing, and that is that there's a lot of people who are Hispanic and black and immigrants from other countries that are perceived as a threat, and very well may be, under certain circumstances, a threat to um, uh, the current class that is in power. You know, it's just, uh, you hear about the... I mean, they don't threaten me. I don't feel threatened. 
I think that diversity is a good thing. If I want, if I get a, you know, get a dog or get a, a pet, you know, I, I want a mutt. I, I want a mutt that's, that's got a diversity of gene pool from various creatures, a hound and a lab and a shepherd, whatever. Dogs are a lot of time are mixed and mongrels, mutts. They're some of the best dogs. They live the longest. They have <clears throat> these purebreds. They start to have problems physically and mentally, I think. And so uh, diversification is life. We're all going to be kind of like a, a high yellow mocha color pretty soon because there's a lot of brown people that are are populating our world and our society and um, the white old men don't want things to change. They don't want things to be different. They don't want to hand the torch to somebody different. And that's a fact. That's not any one individual. That's a lot of, uh, that's our current political and financial leaders are white males. And they, they, on some level, even if they're not outwardly racist, they don't want to see that change. They don't want to hand the, uh, the conch, the chalice, the, uh, the torch to somebody else that looks different than them and has different values, even if they don't have different values necessarily. Because we're all the same on this earth, am I right? So I saw a little boy squash a fucking worm, and it pissed me off because it rec- I recognized in that boy that, that meanness that, that we all kind of have in our hearts. You know, when I was a little boy, I would shoot birds and hit them with squirrels with blowguns and trap things, make deadfall traps with logs and uh, snares, and I wanted to be Jeremiah Johnson go out there and trap and kill and live off the land and part of that is you know human tendency to thrive and to conquer and survive but now that we've survived so extensively that we are we're really kind of a plague on the planet is what we are we're a parasite the biggest parasite and the most capable of draining the earth's national reason uh uh, natural resources in the name of growth. We want to extract infinite resources from a finite planet, right? And we don't give a shit about things like bugs and birds. Not you know, most of us don't. Things that we don't understand or that 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 scare us or we perceive a threat from. Some sort of deep down in our gut sort of kind of threat. Spider. Scared of spiders. Alright, well, the reasons why we might feel that way genetically because spiders and snakes and tigers and shit you live in Africa or you know when our planet was uh, a lot more wild like a Pangea or something like that like a Jumanji fucking Robin Williams running around a loincloth when we were sticking our heads out of caves to make sure the coast was clear well at that point there was a threat we can kill things at will and survive and live to tell about it, right? But now we are such a dominant species. We're fucking a lot of things up. We're upset, upsetting the apple cart. Um, so I saw that, that that bothered me because of what I recognized in myself. I'm hopeful for that boy and for all little boys that are living a, even a covert kind of Lord of the Flies existence. We're trying to find that pecking order 
on the playground and who's fastest and the strongest and the smartest and the coolest and the best looking. It's interesting. In closing, I'll tell you about this guy I stumbled upon yesterday on the football field. He was this, uh, you know, I'm a strange motherfucker and I get strange people that I that are attracted to me. So if there's a crazy bugger walking around lurking somewhere, they're going to wind up talking to him. And I probably invite it. So it's my own damn fault. But uh, here I was uh, sitting on the in a straddle stretch on the um, sidewalk behind the school. Kids are playing a scrimmage, seven-on-seven football. I see a figure walking a little dog, a little shit-eater toy dog, maybe a tenth of a mile away across the field. Next thing I know, minutes go by, I'm sitting there watching the plays. Son was doing great. He's really a coming to, into his own with football. Um, this figure all of a sudden is standing over me. He's got a little dog, a little Lhasa Apso or a Shih Tzu or something like that. Brown dog called Skeezy. And it was a cool little dog. Came over and snuggled with me, sat in front of me. I pet him. I love dogs, and dogs love me. Um, so then the guy's talking to me. He's got a Marine Corps cap on, gabardine trousers, a web belt, boots, like, uh, I don't know, Timberland or some knockoff Walmart tan leather boot. And he's kind of standing there, maybe 60s in his 60s. And I'm like, all right, well, this guy's not going anywhere. Skeezy, we've, we've done talking done talking about Skeezy and the things that he, he enjoys. He's sitting in my lap now. I said, well, i got an awkward silence. Yeah, I should ask this guy what's going on. Well, he's a Marine, right? Ask him if he's in the Marine Corps. Oh, you're in the Marine. You're a devil dog. He goes, oh, the devil dogs are a band of uh, brothers that they're associated with. And he's talking a bunch of shit about what a devil dog is. And, dude, it's just a fucking slang term for a Marine, man. So maybe he caught on to the fact that I was asking him what unit. He said, oh, I was actually not in the roundabout way. I was actually not in the Marines. I was in the Air Force. And I was in such a unit that was so, it was almost, it was a combination of military and civilian, but so civilian. And I should have been in the Marines. My father was in the Marines. And I like trains. And I'm going to, in my three-car garage, I'm going to put some trains in there and really make a nice train set. And I was in the, my father was in the, stormed the beaches of Normandy and shit like that. The guy just fucking went on and on and on. And, uh, yeah, I gave him the time of day. I was talking to him. I, uh, long story short, he wasn't a Marine, but he had been taken in by a Marine Corps League detachment, which is like a VFW kind of, uh, whereas VFW, uh, is VFW went inactive, so it closed, it dried up, closed up, and then he wound up going out for some, uh, meeting some Marine Corps League representatives at a, at a parade, and they said, hey, you want to join, and then he said, well, I'm not a Marine, they said, oh, it's okay, and it is okay, it is okay, it's kind of shady that the guy's walking around with all this Marine Corps regalia on, friggin' EGA on his green ball cap and web belt and all this shit. It's funny, but it's crazy how the Marine Corps draws people into it. It's for that pride of belong just to be part of something, you know? 
and that's of course what keeps a big part of my esprit de corps my 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 uh life force has to do with some experiences in the core that's why i'm dr drill you know and i'm kind of a i'm kind of um that's a that's a uh, in in homage role as well i was never a drill instructor i'm an exercise guy paying homage to uh, the the characters that trained me and we all tried to be like I just kind of extrapolated that to the civilian exercise scene and it's done well um, anyway that was a cool encounter all kinds of cool char- uh, characters abound crazy fucking people you gotta love them all just be kind to everybody as long as they're kind to you um, I hope your tax bill isn't too high and maybe even get a refund. I hope that our tax dollars go toward some worthy shit uh, that's really going to prop up our population and bring people together. Let's bring people together. You know, let's not be assholes, right? Nobody likes an asshole. But for some reason in politics, it seems like it's okay to be mean to people that are different from you. And I just think it's bullshit, man. I don't think, I think there's more that connects us than separates us and we need to start acknowledging all the good stuff in this world and just make it a better place because we we decide we decide what our world's going to be like it is it is going to be a world of of uh war and poverty and famine and overuse of resources and ugliness and fighting over shit is that what's going to happen because i'll tell you right now you know i can um you know i got a tattoo on my shoulder no better friend, no worse enemy. I believe that was coined from uh, James Mattis, General James Mattis, former Secretary of Defense. But before before he said it, I think Seneca, a uh, Greek philosopher, said it. No better friend, no worse enemy. Or some Greek said it. And I feel that way. If, this is, if we're going to go post-apocalyptic, if... Uh, if the shit's really going to hit the fan and we're all just going to be assholes to one another, I'll, I promise you that I will be like fucking the road warrior and I'll put a cow catcher on the front of my truck and I'll just ride over everybody and take care of me and mine, right? Would that be nice? If somebody came over and who's bigger and stronger and smarter and faster and better looking than you and freaking ran you over with a cow catcher, put your head on a pole... At the uh, far end of my property. Attack you with a chainsaw. Some shit like that. I don't know. I would never do something like that. I'm a nice guy. You understand what I'm saying? But uh, you got to keep it real. Everybody have a good night's sleep. Tomorrow we're going to go after it. With the 123 A and Stinking P. DDIP at 5 a.m. From 5 to 6. We're going to be putting fire under the asses of the masses. Soccer moms and dweebs and dickheads and fatzos and smelly ones and hairy bastards. Uh, everybody's going to be out there exercising. Exercising the demon, my friends. Huh! <laughs>